politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 welcome in. It is time for the Mark Harvard Podcast, episode 50, y'all. We've done 50 of these things. That's right. 50. and, And because it's a special occasion, we have, you know, I guess audio formal wear here. It's... Miss Stephanie Plum is hanging out with us. Uh, those of you for, that friends of, of you know, if you've followed me for a while, you know Stephanie was on the air with me for a while on uh, on uh, the radio show, and uh, we had a great time. W- to this day, one of the most one of the things that I'm most proud of that I ever was ever part of on the air. That was is show. high praise, sir. Yeah, high praise. I I I'm I don't even know what to say. You have made me speechless. And it only took how long have I? Kno- Nine years we've known each other. Nine years for me to not be able to have some sort of snarky comeback. If I'd known, if I'd known a compliment was going to shut you up, I'd have done that a long time ago. Look, something special had to happen in the fiftieth episode of the Mark Harvard <laughs> podcast. We are seriously one minute and five seconds in, and, and that's and, and we were that's coming. Where it is. We've peaked. We're coming out of the gate strong. Shut it off. We're done. It's all you- downhill from here. <laughs> a podcast lit. <laughs> let <laughs> it's I'm, the podcast light it's a diet the low, podcast the low calorie version of mark harvard podcast. mark harvard podcast zero yes which i okay so when it comes to the zero stuff because you know now everything has a zero version now you know there's, there's the coke zero which is now coke zero sugar which they changed right. the formula for which i actually i actually like to change but now there's all kinds of other zero varieties I found I I've, I found a beverage that I grew up drinking. My mom and I used to drink it all the time, and I found a zero version of it. It's the Seven Up Cherry, but okay. it's Ch- Seven Up Cherry Zero. And of course, I bring it home, and of course, my wife goes, "Hmm, that'd be good with something else mixed into it." And I'm like, <laughs> y- "Yeah, okay." But, Most things are. But- <laughs> well, sure. But I was thinking, you know, I mean, I mean, it tastes exactly like, like the like the diet version that my mom and I used to drink when I was growing up. So I've just been funneling this stuff. Like, Where did well, you find it? It was at Publix, just on a shelf. It's not in the cans or anything. It's it's in the two liter. So I've got this giant oh. bottle of. So you have to diet. drink it fast before all the carbonation goes away. Yep, I, I sit down one sitting. <laughs> just drink a two liter. You know, that's lunch <laughs> in in this day of streaming. I mean, come on. It's that's not true. it's not unheard of. No one's going to sit down and watch like a two hour or something, but they'll watch two hours of five minute things. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. for sure. I saw I saw a meme about that just earlier today. It was like, do you want to watch a 10 hour movie? Oh, absolutely not. What if we <laughs> did 10 one hour episodes and you sat and you watched them all in one sitting? It's like, yep, I'm in. I'm all in. Yep, I'll- let's do it. <laughs> This is much more doable than one 10 hour thing. Absolutely. Of course, sitting down for a little bit sounds good right now. I, in case you can't tell by my voice, I'm actually, I'm, I'm in the beginning stages. I've gotten a cold from my five-year-old and I, I'm, I'm, I've, I've kind of babied my voice today. I did the hot tea thing. I, you know, I've been here. I've got the, the, the halls cough drops on oh. popping and they're, they're also z- zero sugar, by the way. <laughs> All zero sugar. 
So now There's you the, can you can nurse your sore throat guilt free if you're on Atkins. There you go. So. It's it's I I can I can soothe my throat. I can open up my sinuses and also keep my svelte frame. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for that, huh? All right. So. Again, twice. Hey, twice in one episode. Speechless in twice in one episode. Wait till tell about the time I went and did yoga that time. Anyway, oh, man. Um. So, so I, I've, I've sent you, Stephanie, a, a, a list of articles and things we might be talking about. So you can yes, kind of what, formulate some answers. Well, yes, and that's what makes the fiftieth episode so special. Is I actually know what we're going to talk about in this episode. Which is not the case. It really wasn't even the case during the during the radio show. You and I mm-hmm. would we would get together before we did the show, and we would we would kind of go like pitch different concepts. Or mm-hmm. hey, I've got something about this. Okay, fine. And we would just plug things into certain breaks, and we'd map, kind of do a, like a rough roadmap of the show. But most of the time, we didn't know what the other person was bringing to a break because we wanted to have that 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 original, that true reaction right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So it worked out well most of the time. So, most. I of mean, the time. we're not on the air anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, obviously it was a glaring success, you know. But there was always, I think the biggest hiccup in that, and I know it frustrated you to death, was because when we were in the studio and you would be, you know, do it, doing your topic and going through your stuff, I'm over, I was be on the other side and I ran the control board. So I was getting the, the commercial break set up and all that stuff, and I was trying to engage as much as I could. But every once in a while, I would ask a question that you had just said. Mm-hmm. And I know it drove you nuts. A little bit every now and then you got better at it but there was yeah but for a while there was there were there was always like periods of time where i'm like i literally just said that and we're live on the air <laughs> i was i was getting a commercial set up and dragging in the nurture or something <laughs> sorry i i do my best yeah <laughs> please don't leave <laughs> so okay so Think back, Stephanie, and you, there, there is an age difference between you and I, and we've danced around that, you know, a, a number of times about that, that, that generational age gap where we're like, yep, there it is. There's the line. Yeah. I remember that. You don't. Okay. That was the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I came across this article and Relevant Magazine has put together a list, a top five list of the cartoons that deserve a reboot. Now, this is coming in the, in the wake of, they're, they're, you know, they rebooted Blue's Clues. They're doing a Door of the Explorer reboot. Uh, they brought back SpongeBob SquarePants. And it seems like movie studios are looking to capitalize on this idea, you know? All kinds of reboots. So, and they're, and they're all going back to our childhood because they realize that now we're the ones with money and uh, we're the ones that we would, can, we'll pay for this. <laughs> we'll buy our youth back. Oh, yeah. For Absolutely. Sure. Yes. Yeah, so somebody gets, tempt me with a trip to Showbiz Pizza. Yeah, there we go. Oh man! So they've got a list here, and I want to go through this list. But in, in the end, I want I want to uh, us to talk about what shows we would like to see as a reboot. And uh, first of all, let's see let's see if what made their list. First one is one I don't remember at all. But you said before that you 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 would you know we're all about it. McGee and me. Oh yes. So it's the, this this boy who I can't even remember who the 
me's name is i just remember mcgee this little boy he drew a cartoon it's like it's in the opening credits he draws a cartoon and this kid is like some like savant artist like cartoonist artist i don't know why really? his parents weren't like let's send you off to <laughs> to disney to work for their animation studios but he draws this little cartoon of this little guy named mcgee and mcgee comes to life as this little cartoon and he's kind of like the boy maybe the boy's name is elliot that's et that's et yes i don't know anyway which, which remind which rhymes with mcgee yes maybe that's why i want the little boy's name to be right. elliot anyway i can't i can't even remember his name but it so he kind of like becomes his like like his conscience like so it's mcgee like kind of hangs out with them and like tells him right from wrong and all that it's a christian cartoon like it is a really? christian show yes it is and so we would watch it like for all the way up all the way through elementary school i went to a a christian private school and so like every now and then on like a friday or a rainy day or or just a day i guess when our teachers didn't feel like teaching us anymore they'd wheel in sure. the tv and we would watch mcgee and me and that was the only time i ever got to watch <laughs> mcgee and me my parents didn't know what the heck i was talking about if i was like let's watch mcgee and me and like blockbuster video didn't have it so it was just wow. but i loved mcgee and me i think that would be a cool reboot Next because it's kind of like the Lizzie McGuire. Like <clears throat> if you ever watched Lizzie McGuire, it was kind of that yeah. concept. Except, except real life Lizzie never interacted with cartoon Lizzie. Cartoon Lizzie was just kind of like her inner voice, her inner monologue of, yeah. of what she was really thinking in the moment. It but was the, it was the old McGee, ego. Yeah, yeah. But McGee would interact with the little boy, and so it was. Yeah. Did other but people? I loved McGee and me. Did other people see McGee? No, nobody else saw McGee. McGee never really left the boys' room. I don't think it's. I mean, again, it's been a while, and I okay. don't. I don't even know where I would find an. I mean, probably YouTube. I could probably watch an episode. I'm sure YouTube it's out there on somewhere. YouTube somewhere. Yeah. I mean, Relevant Magazine got a screenshot somehow. So, uh, the next one was Hey Arnold, I, which I, I, I remember. Hey, Ar Hey Arnold, I remember that hey show Ar being a thing. Yeah, Hey Arnold was like on the tail end of me like still watching cartoons, but I liked Hey Arnold. Next, I remember Hel I remember Helga. Helga, yeah. They say a, a reboot of this one might actually be in the works, but I don't. They don't know what form it's going to be. Mm. Uh, next up is called Rocket Power, which I don't understand. the 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 blurb is the coolest kids in California desperately need to come back to teaching the next generation about. Woogie, 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 and not to be all kids these days. But kids these days are entirely too focused on technology and not focused enough on being outside, catching waves, or skating around the neighborhood with friends. Yeah, it was like about a group of kids who lived out lived out in California, and they like to surf and they like to skate. And it looks I, again. That was it. Was it came after Hey Arnold? So really, I I never like I knew about it because I had a younger sibling, and she had, but like I never really watched it. It looks very much the the animation style looks very much like uh, um, the Rugrats. Well, it is. I mean, yeah, it's. I think they were kind of. I mean, yeah, it's like a it's West still Coast Paramount. Rugrats. It was a Nickelodeon. It was a Nickelodeon cartoon, and Rugrats was Nickelodeon, so they probably had some similar. Okay. The next, the, same the next people. one's live action, and this is Colby's Clubhouse. I have never heard of Colby's Clubhouse. Me neither. But it's a apparently it was a Christian show. And it, yeah, the Salty Cinematic Universe, the uh, PSA uh, Salty uh, Cinematic Universe. 
Uh, characters could be, could be remade into more modern technology. They said, meaning Colby would be likely become a, like a laptop and or maybe an iPhone instead of this giant walking com- scary computer. Yeah, it looks like a giant cash register. To it me. did. Well, <laughs> like, that might be what some uh, studio execs wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merchandising, uh, you see. Yeah. And the last one is one I absolutely remember. And it was kind of toward the tail end of my watching cartoon. But but I, I know and I've seen the parodies. I've seen the jokes and all that. Captain Planet and the Planeteers. It, see, look, I loved Captain Planet. Loved Captain Planet. And I don't want a reboot of it because the old school, it's just gold. It's just absolute yeah. trash gold. But That big old green yeah. mullet. Yeah, old man. But they were, yeah, they were all inclusive. I still know that. I still know the theme song. Like I could still sing it to you right now. I will not. You're welcome, everyone. It is not that kind of fiftieth episode. So that's not how we do this. Come on, go planet. You and I have only have only sang once together, and we see how that turned out. So that took a ton of effort. That's out there. A lot of effort. Well, you were sick that time, like I am now. You were sick when we had to do it. So we had to bring everything down to this weird key. And so therefore I was like the gutter of my voice. So yeah, uh, that's out there on YouTube somewhere. But um, yeah, Captain Planet and the Planteers, I totally get. I'm afraid of how politicized that would be if they brought that back, you know? Well, it was already pretty, I mean, fairly politicized for its time. It was about saving the planet. Very green. But yeah, now it would just be, I think it would be insane. It just, yeah. it wouldn't, it would lose, it would lose all the charm because everything would just be so politically laced. Yeah, it would so. lose that, chi- that childlike atmosphere, you know? It was mm-hmm. about teaching kids to, you know, to not litter. And, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. And I feel like if it were brought back today, it would be, just be totally inundated with so many agendas and so mm-hmm. many, you know, left versus right things that mm-hmm. it would just be, it wouldn't even be close to being the original show you know oh yeah for sure now one one show that has gotten a reboot and has been fantastic because i a 45 year old man have watched a few episodes of the reboot was ducktales i have watched some ducktales too it's it's great it's absolutely great but that's but i mean it's david Tennant is scrooge so he comes in every now and then which yeah and he's fabulous. And then uh, <laughs> John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Is, which which duck is he? Which is he? I mean, oh. I don't know. Huey, Dewey, or Louie? Yeah, you've a one in They're three chance. They're all kind of interchangeable, but Duck Tales yeah. reboot cast. Mm. Okay, who we got? We got uh, Danny Pudi from Community is, mm-hmm. is Huey. Uh, John Ralphio, Ben Schwartz is Dewey. And Louie is Bobby Moynihan. Yeah, that's right. And then you got, you know, David Tennant as Scrooge, Lynn Manuel Miranda as Fenton Crackshell. Yeah. Um I mean it's just it is like yeah. it, this is an all-star voice it cast really, here. Launchpad McQuack is Beck Bennett from Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. All kinds of yeah, every everyone's done apparently Don Cheadle did a part in it. Um yeah. Mark Everett Jackson. Uh, Jaleel White, Catherine Tate was uh, was Mag- Magisha Dispel. Mm-hmm. Um, all kinds of yeah, yeah. Th- th- this 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 reboot has done well. It really has. 
Um, and you know they're 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 doing a reboot of um, of uh, Rescue Rangers, Chip and Dale. Oh, see, I would be all about that. That it's, it's a movie. Would... It's gonna be a movie. It's gonna be a movie. John Mulaney and Andy Samberg are voicing Chip and Dale. Uh. And I love John. John Mulaney is hilarious. I've oh, yeah. seen, I've watched all of his uh, Netflix comedy specials, yeah. and they're for the most part pretty great. Yeah. So, so he he's supposed to be like uptight Chip, and then of Andy Samberg is laid back Dale. So yeah. I, which I am all about. So so what cartoon? If you if 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 there's the Stephanie Broadcasting Network, what cartoon do you think they should bring back and reboot? Uh, okay, well, they've already rebooted a lot of cartoons that I would do. Um, but I would, so I guess we'll have to, we'd have to do Tailspin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they've already, they've, they've, they've started, they've teased that with Chip and Dale. Oh, yeah. Um, and DuckTales. Yeah, Duck, I mean, DuckTales. Uh, Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck, I would be a fan of. I would be a fan of them rebooting it. They reboot. Okay, so they reboot it like every couple of years anyway, but I think we're due for another X Men cartoon reboot. As long as I keep the theme song, I'm happy. (laughs) The one that will live in your brain the rest of your life. Oh, man, that is an earworm. It is. Not a good earworm either. They did an honest trailer of that theme, of of that show. And like they kept every time something weird would happen, like the guy, the vo- the announcer would just do a do a, it. It was the best. It was the best. That's, that's pretty great. Um, let's see, what else would should there be a reboot of? I, think, I mean, like they, they've done so many. Okay, look, I know this because I have a four year old little girl. They have re- they rebooted My Little Pony, and it's awful. Yeah. It's, absolutely horrible so i would reboot the reboot and fix it because there's none of there's none of the 80s fun in it yeah whatever whatsoever i would reboot rainbow bright have they not done that no there's no, no they, re- they rainbow rebooted, bright. there was something else it was it was um strawberry shortcake they've rebooted mm, that's maybe. what it was because I, yeah. I, I see like the the the, the uh the, the the toys in target when when Jack and I are walking past there and him yeah. and he's going ooh girl toys as we walk past the aisle, <laughs> seriously yeah. five years old I have not pushed a thing. The I mean he's picked it up somewhere else, but yeah, but yeah, I would yeah I'm well I'm coming at you with all the girl cartoons to reboot other than Tailspin and Darkwing Duck, but yeah so I would reboot My Little Pony, mm-hmm. I would reboot, um, and I would reboot Rainbow Bright and I would reboot Jim and the Holograms. Those are my well, you know, they did the movie, Jim and the Holograms. Well, the movie was live action, and it was not. It was not what it. Needed it was. To be. It was not good. Is that the word you're looking for? <laughs> yeah. It was not good. Good. Is the, good is the word I was looking for. It was not good. I want a cartoon <laughs> reboot of Jim and the Holograms. There you go. There you go. Um, I'm thinking uh the old Gummy Bears cartoon. Oh. Gummy Bears. I would. I would. I'm gonna get you in so much trouble singing I, all these things. I'd love a reboot of that one. But um, you got to keep the theme song because that last note for we are the gummy bears. <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. Yes, everyone. Yeah. They, yeah. I would love a reboot of uh, of the old G.I. Joe with the marketing in it. Because, you know, they, they, they've tried to do it a couple times with the out the marketing and they actually made like almost like an anime thing. And it was this is not right. I need to be able to have the, the, the toy you're, you're hawking in my hand right now. 
Because, yeah. you know, those, those ended up being 30-minute commercials in, on, on, like, every afternoon when you got home from, home from school. Uh, mm. That and Transformers as well. Oh, Transformers. So, yeah. I mean, I guess technically the movie series is the reboot. That sucks. Of Transformers. So, moving on. Um, <laughs> when we get back from the break, I want to throw this at you. I found this, this stat, and I probably shouldn't admit that I actually agree with this. Um... One in three young people say they were happier during COVID-19 lockdown. So I want to get your opinion on this, and I want us to hash this out a little bit. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast with our special guest, Miss Stephanie Plum. Stick around. We'll be right back. The Mark Harvard Podcast. You know, life is not always easy to navigate, and that's where our friends at All Things New Counseling Services, that's where they step in. They're going to help you get through some tough times. This time of year, people are looking at themselves. They're starting to think about all the things that they want to have a little different, and sometimes that goes hand-in-hand with some depression, some anxiety, some stress. The gang over at All Things New Counseling Services can help you out with that. Charmin and her team have an area of expertise that includes bipolar disorder, depression, eating disorders, substance abuse, PTSD, and trauma. And guess what? They also do telehealth. So no matter where you are, you've got someone who's there to listen and help you through some of those low times in life. Go ahead, check them out online, allthingsnewcounselingservices.com, and tell them that you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Spreading positive news and information in central Alabama, it's Birmingham Christian Family Magazine, and we are so thrilled to have them as partners with the Mark Harvard Podcast. Entertainment, healthy living, parenting, inspirational stuff, community role models, and a whole lot more, Birmingham Christian Family Magazine is your source for positive-leaning information from a Christian point of view. Now, this month, you get to read about the hope that Danny Gokey is bringing, hope to the world, and you can read also my article about online small groups in churches. Find them all over Central Alabama or go to BirminghamChristian.com. It's Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at MarkHarvardCreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast, complete with Stephanie Plum. It is the 50th episode, y'all. We made 50 of these things. And uh, so we've, I, I, I figured best time to bring in our most frequent guest, Stephanie Plum. At <laughs> least our most frequent guest, not our most favorite guest. Facts. <laughs> no, we love having you in. And actually, I got told the other day that their favorite episodes were the ones that Stephanie hung out with me. Well, that makes me happy. Yeah. And it was somebody that, that you don't know, which explains well, it. Because <laughs> they don't know the real me. If they exactly. Yeah. They didn't share the uh, studio with you for hours on end. Hey. So, hey. I was a joy to be around. I brought snacks. You did bring snacks. Mm-hmm. You also encouraged me snacks. to go get milkshakes. Lots Again, of milkshakes. I am just I am a joy. I make life better. <laughs> and <Milkshakes>. modest. <laughs> snacks. <laughs> I'm humble. <laughs> when it comes to humility, I am number one. <laughs> I am a gift to humanity with my humility. <laughs> okay, so so let me just take you back like two years, okay? Back in the Wayback Machine, we're going back two years. 
We're like, mm-hmm. two years, we've gotten the order. Everything is closing down. Non-essential mm-hmm. people, stay at home. Basically, the day before my daughter was born. Yes. I found this stat, and I want to see if you agree with it. They found a stat. One in three young people say they were happier during the COVID-19 lockdown. This is two years ago. One in three people say they were actually happier during this thing. Researchers from the University of Cambridge conducted the, stir- the study to determine how lockdown had affected teens and adolescents. And they found that many felt less lonely, were able to avoid bullying, got more sleep and exercise, improved their overall mental health while staying at home due to COVID-19 health mandates. Here's the flip side of that, though. Okay. I will I will agree with this stat because the flip side of that is two out of three were less happy during lockdown. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like the real headline is that they were surprised that it actually was one in like one in three that it was that high. Yeah. But it's still but this but still the majority of people were not as happy during lockdown you still have two-thirds of adolescents polled saying life was worse during lockdown see i have a hard time i, I guess i would be part of that one third and i'll tell you why and it, you know it's not because i don't like people or anything that i love people uh i'm a people person i am a delight <laughs> but whereas i am an introvert and i'm like i could do this forever <laughs> well I mean, I mean i actually really am an introvert and you know that but <laughs> yeah. um but here's the thing, though, when COVID-19 hit, when the lockdown hit, uh, you know, I'm working at the church. We immediately go into how do we change stuff? And since I was, you know, I'm the media guy, the uh, communications guy, my job at the church tripled because suddenly everything had to be pre-recorded and produced and posted and that sort of stuff. So I was, I mean, I was, I was spending, you know, hours and hours and hours a week just producing up and, and editing and compressing and uploading the Sunday morning service. And on top of that, we were doing a lot of outreach. We had kids in the community that didn't get lunches because that's, you know, they weren't going to school and therefore they didn't get meals. So we were going out to some of the some of the needy communities in the area and, you know, and giving kids lunches and that sort of thing. My life went nuts. Jenny, her job, her office actually made her sign a contract that she would be, while working from home, she would be at her desk eight to five. And so, I mean, we had to have somebody come in and take care of Jack. And I mean, we saw each other less locked down than we did in normal time. Wow. And and throw in the fact that I was getting calls left and right from people wanting me to consult on how to do, uh, you know, online church. I was getting calls from people because, you know, I had a home studio at the time from ad agencies needing people to voice stuff and needing people to, to produce stuff because their normal people couldn't come into a studio and do it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I did car dealerships for, you know, Mercedes and, you know, all kinds of cool stuff. And I mean, I kind of flourished during that time. Um, yeah. So I'm, I guess I'm part of the one third that, yeah. that enjoyed it, you know? Yeah. But like the, yeah, 
I guess. And that's, but, and you enjoy, but you're also, well, you're not the adolescent, you're not in the adolescent category. Hey. You're enjoying it for different reasons than they I'm said. Young the at adolescents heart. said they were the adolescents that did say they enjoyed lockdown were ones that got to spend more time with their parents, that got to spend more time with their families, mm-hmm. and got like the same amount of sleep or more than they were normally getting, and were able to. And because you know, because they weren't going to school, and you know, just like the typical things like like when I was working from home, where I'm like, I don't have to spend time like making myself look presentable yeah (laughs) i don't have to pack a lunch i don't have to get dressed i don't have to worry about driving and parking and walking to work like just like a lot of like little things that take up time oh yeah we're gone and so and that freed up a lot of time for me to be more efficient at work get my work done faster and then be able to spend more time with my kids who were also at home yeah (laughs) so yeah so but yeah, but Jenny and I actually turned our basement into a dual office. So I feel like the two of us, mm-hmm. and we had uh, someone who would come and stay with Jack during the day, and then we would just go downstairs at eight o'clock every morning. Okay, Jack, we're going to work. Knock and go down the basement, and we would just work. I mean, and you know, you know, we we made jokes all the time about how you know I've got a crush on my on my cubicle mate. That sort of thing. But, I mean, Jack, because of the nature of, you know, he's on the spectrum, so he had to go to to school. His school couldn't stay closed long because of therapy and that sort of thing. And so Jack was only home with us for a month. Yeah. And so, I mean, we had, I mean, it was like, it was nice. It really was. So, and I I, I admit that, you know, our, our situation was different. And unfortunately, I mean, it was very bad for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, it was just, you know, my, my situation was very different, I guess. Yeah, there was a there was a good stretch of time where I was working from home and I had both kids at home with me and Robbie was Robbie was able to go into work and he went into work. So it was it and like I, and so it was it was basically me, two kids, one of which was a newborn and the other one was two and a half years old getting used to the fact that she's no longer the only child yeah. and mom is trying to work. So she's really getting no attention. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't fun for a while. It was, it was, it was tough. I'll be interested to see how give it another 15, 20 years. If they went back to these same people and asked them, you know, was COVID a good or a bad thing for you? I'd be interested to see what those answers are. Just when hindsight yeah. kicks in. I mm-hmm. don't know. So when we get back, I want to talk a little bit about why you should always read the legal notices when you're signing up for something. The terms, the conditions, all those things. Sometimes there's cool things waiting on you. That's coming up next. It is the 50th episode of the Mark Harvard Podcast. Stephanie Plum, our guest this week. Stick around. The Mark Harvard Podcast. I can't tell you how thrilled we are to continue our relationship with Excalibur Service Company. They are the people that I use in my house, and they're who I suggest you use in your house for all your home needs. Air conditioning, heating, duct cleaning, indoor air quality checks. These are the guys that can take care of it. They also offer emergency plumbing service because, you know, Plumbing doesn't break in the middle of, an, of a Saturday afternoon. You know, it always happens in the middle of the night or when you least need it 
to uh, to be breaking. They're the folks you call. Like I said, they're who I trust my family is to, and they're who you should trust as well. It's Excalibur Services. Give them a call, 205 205- 352-4160. It's 205-352-4160. Or you can find them online, ExcaliburService.com. And tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Winter is here, and now is a great time to jazz up your winter wardrobe with some new gear from the Mark Harvard Podcast Store. Get hoodies, sweatshirts, long-sleeve tees, and more. Plus, you can get mugs for your hot coffee or tea. All kinds of great winter gear at the Mark Harvard Podcast Store. Go get it at markharvardcreative.com. That's markharvardcreative.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back the third and final segment of the Mark Harvard Podcast. Our guest this week is Miss Stephanie Plum hanging out with us. And, uh, you know, while I've got you here, don't forget, the people that make this podcast possible, I need you to give them a call. I need you to let them know how much you appreciate their involvement in the podcast. Uh, Excalibur Service Company, they're the people I trust with my home. They're the reason right now that I am in so comfortable in my home studio right here is because of their hard work on our HVAC system. They also do emergency electrical. They do emergency plumbing. Let them come out to your home. Let them take a look and see how they can save you money on heating and cooling and all kinds of other stuff. It's Excalibur Heating and Cooling. It's Excalibur Service Company. Also, all things new counseling services. If you need somebody to talk with, you know, these times right now are tough. And it's easy to kind of lose yourself a little bit. Uh, it's all things new counseling services.com. Go there, check them out, and let them know you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard podcast. Finally, Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. So happy to have them partnered up with us. We, uh, we, it, it's a great relationship. We, every, you know, every once in a while, you get to hear Lori Stroud, frankly, come on, talk about the different stuff going on in the, in the magazine that month. Coming up, I'm not ready to announce it right in this moment, but in the next few weeks, you're going to get uh, an interview with one of their covers, one of the people from their covers of their magazine. That's coming up in the next few weeks, so stick around for that. And also, this month, if you go pick up this month's uh, issue, uh, Danny Gokey's on the front, you get to read an article written by yours truly. So go check that out. It's Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. Uh, it's all over the place. Basically, you know, all kinds of grocery stores, all kinds of local businesses, and of course, online as well. Go check it out. Ah, all right. So, I, I told you I, I had a, I had a reason for you to read read the terms and conditions when you sign up for stuff, right, Steph? Oh yeah, it's a pretty good one. So, if you've ever wanted to make Kevin's famous chili from The Office, and I'll preface this bit with I have been rewatching The Office lately. And I watched the episode, you know, where Kevin brings his big pot of chili into the office, wants to share it with his friends. He says the secret is that you undercook the the, the onions because that way everyone gets to know each other in the pot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen this episode very recently. So here, imagine my surprise when I saw that if you read through the user agreement for NBC's streaming service Peacock, you find the recipe for Kevin Malone's famous chili. And have you made it yet? N- well, no. I mean, 
What's holding you back, Harvard? I, You've got I, I the recipe. I've got the, the recipe. I, I I feel like I should. I don't, I don't want to get off the floor. You know? <laughs> because for it to be authentic, it has to be, you know, mixed in with some fibers of carpet and stuff like that because he drops it on carpet. Well, that's not in the instructions, though. So, yeah, they. I feel like I, li I like this. I like this because because nobody reads the terms and conditions. Nobody reads any of that. None of it. I've n never in my life. I just click agree and move on. Anytime I have to sign up for something and there's terms and conditions. I think it's kind of funny that they've put a re like a put a recipe in, and and because it's Peacock and it's NBC, I mean, that that's, you know, they produce the office for something. They own the office. So it's just kind of like I think it's I think it's fun. I would I would scroll through I would at least scroll through a little slower through the terms and conditions if I knew people were hiding little Easter eggs like that. I'm there. actually I'm actually scrolling through it like right now and it's really <laughs> boring for the first eight points. Um, oh, download yeah uploads or the distribution, public nature of of deletions, no responsibility for user content, uh, third party authentication. There it is. At Peacock we don't make promises we can't keep so. Please see below for the chili recipe inspired by Kevin Malone's legendary family dish, which he so memorably brought to Dunder Mifflin on The Office. Uh, four dried ancho chilies, two tablespoons of neutral oil, vegetable, canola, grapeseed, three pounds of ground beef, 80-20, uh, two medium yellow onions, finely chopped, six cloves of garlic, one large jalapeno, finely chopped, one tablespoon of dried oregano, two teaspoons of ground cumin, uh, one quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper, two tablespoons of of tomato paste, two 12-ounce bottles of beer, lager or pale ale, uh, three cans of pinto beans drained and rinsed, three cups of beef stock, two and a half cups of chopped ripe tomatoes. This is an enormous batch of chili. Well, it's, it's a big pot, remember? Well, two yeah, but I'm just, I'm thinking, like, you're going to be eating chili for, like, months. Oh, it's yeah. If you're lucky, <laughs> chopped scallions, shredded jack cheese, and sour cream for topping. And yeah, there's like a every I mean, step by step. Meanwhile, do this, and then it ends with enjoy. While we wish you could you could dish us up a bowl full without spilling it all over the reception area, feel free to share this recipe tagging at Peacock TV, of course. And now back to your regularly scheduled legal document. Look, if Peacock really wanted me to sign up for their streaming service, they'd put the recipe for the waffles at JJ's Diner up there. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. We actually we have a subscription to Peacock. I'm not sure for how much longer. We got it. We got it for uh, for Yellowstone. Mm. But now Yellowstone has moved over to uh, Philo, which is also where the uh, the prequel thing is that we haven't watched yet. So 1890. Whatever I don't. I don't have. I don't. Yeah. I don't get. You know, eighteen ninety three, eighteen nine, nineteen. I don't know. I. I, I don't know. I don't it's a year. Years. I don't remember years very well. It's like remember <laughs> there, there was a client we had on the air at one point, and I don't know if they're even around anymore. Um, but their website was their phone number dot com, uh, and I thought that was the worst because I can remember words, but I can't remember numbers. <laughs> I'll never find you. Well, this is done. Seven numbers in a row. What is this? Nineteen eighty-three. You know, I although I still remember some of like my, my best friends from like middle school and elementary school. I still remember their phone numbers. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Of um, course, most so time it was them calling me. You're very me, lucky so. that you've been able to defrag that from your hard drive because 
I need to free up some space. Well, the thing is, though, I, I really didn't call that many people. I didn't have that many friends. So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> the real reason comes out. It wasn't that they always the called me. It was I that I never learned them in the first place. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the, the people, mainly the main people that called me were the army recruiters and stuff. Um, and <laughs> I didn't, I, I had never met you. And I didn't call them back. <laughs> well, I made the mistake of taking the ASVAB. Remember that when you were, you were in high school, it was like the military competency test. And mm. afterwards they like, they tried to give you like college scholarships in exchange for you serving in the armed forces. Which I mean, you know, you know, God bless our troops, obviously. Obviously, but also, you've met me. You know, I would be a square peg in a round hole there. I would not feel safer knowing that you were on our front no, line. No, you don't want me on Just... that wall. You don't want me on that wall. You can't handle it. So <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> so it took me. I mean, I, I mean, no, thank you. I'm not interested. And they would call me over and over again. And you know, what are you interested in? Well, I'm actually working at a radio station now. At, at the time, I was working part time. Because I'm in high school, you know, I'm working part time at a radio station there in Sylacauga, and um, they, I, mean, I told him that's what I was doing, and he goes, he goes, well, you know, Dan Rather got his start in in military communications. I went, okay, yeah, yeah. I also have horrible ankles, like I'm I've sprained them like multiple times and broken them multiple times. They never called me again. <laughs> like I I could have started with that. I'm actually, I'm still like really impressed that the guy talking to you was like able to just be like, you like threw out what you were doing part time. Who he immediately knew somebody from the army who started out, it, it who whose career started out in the army. Like, well, I'm sure that they have a list of yeah, you know, but of, this you know, is what biggest objections, you know. Yeah, well, this was the 90s. Like, it's not like he could just be sitting at the computer and, like, searching his database, like, radio army and, like, have, like, the list, like, pop up and he'd be like, well, you know, Dan Rather. Like, it's, like, oh. he had to know that off the top of his head to be able to have that conversation with you. I I'm know. impressed. Once I threw out weak ankles, that was done. <laughs> they don't like you to have problems with your feet and no. your joints. No, no, no. Flat feet, I... weak ankles. No, you should probably go ahead. If we're doing the five mile run, you should go ahead and just assign someone to carry me the last two and a half miles. I'm just saying, I'm gonna hurt myself. You don't want me around hand grenades. That's yeah. that is absolutely absolutely. True. Stephanie, thank you for coming on the show. It, it has made this show even more extra super duper special. Well, you're welcome. I do what I can. So okay, coming up, we've got very we got some cool stuff coming up. I can't. I'm on the cusp of being able to talk about it. Like, bef like between us recording this and this going and you listening, you listener listening to this, I might have, be able to clear something with, but I don't have it right at this moment. So we've got a couple of guests coming up that I'm super excited about. We're in talks. We'll see how it turns out, but that's coming up in the next few weeks. So so stay tuned for that. Keep an eye on social media. Keep an eye on uh, on just you know the podcast itself. And uh, we'll uh, we'll let you know as soon as we possibly can. Go find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Although Twitter and YouTube, absolute ghost towns. I never go there. But we're there. And maybe if I had a little extra company there, I would hang out there more. That's right. That's on you. So all that and, and a whole lot more for you to do this week. Be sure to share this podcast with friends. Thank you to Excalibur Service Company. Happy, uh, thank you to All Things New Counseling Services. Thank you to Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. And thank you to Stephanie Plum for hanging out this week. We'll see you later. It's the Mark Hard Podcast. And I'm out. The 
Mark Harvard Podcast.